Be sure to check us out on Patreon. There you will find our community with several different tiers of learning. Our Patreon community is all about immersing yourself in the streams, teachings, and the Taya practice with lots of Taya tools and Taya teachings via weekly live video and exclusive coaching sessions at patreon.com. If you, if you believe that you can find some solace in it, and if you believe that your body will heal from it eventually, and if you believe that it's heading in the right direction, then that just makes the experience more, more bearable, you know? And even if it is you're in late stage of a terminal disease, then that's that's kind of what's happening for you, you know? And 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 appreciate that experience too. Welcome to the Stream of David podcast. I am here with Matt Garden. You're you're usually labeled, those of you who are listening, he usually labels himself on video manifesting Matt, but you have upgraded yourself from manifesting Matt to miraculous Matt. <laughs> <laughs> So tell us, Matt, what's what's miraculous about you? Well, this scarf, for one. Um, Again, something the, else the listeners can't see. He's wearing a a, a, oh yeah. a woman a women's scarf. Yeah, my mother-in-law gave me this scarf. It's lovely. It's uh, it is it's, lovely. Yeah, it's it's, it's floral. It's pink. It's, pink. it's everything that you are. That's that's me. That's me. No, in in look, it is it is supposed to be the tail end of winter here in Australia, and it's early in the morning, so it just gets a little chilly. And I like to keep I like to keep my neck warm. Um, well, so, it's quite but, it's quite fetching on you. I'll, I'll give you that. Oh, thank and you. It's, thank I you. wish it were the tail end of summer here in uh, the desert because yeah. I've had an I've had my fill of one hundred plus degree days. Yeah, we had a lovely June, good. but July and August were brutal. And now we're going into today is September 1st when we're recording this. I'm sure it's going to be out later than that. Um, but, you know, it's, it's well over 100 degrees today. And I know we have another month of that ahead of us here. Ooh. And it will finally get chilly in yeah. October, November, probably. So, yeah. yeah. You guys have yeah. had a brutal summer, haven't you? Uh, it, across the United States, we, have, we, we had an interesting summer because we had a hurricane and a tropical storm in Southern California, which has never been recorded in history. They said it's 80 years since anything like that has happened. And it really hit the desert hard. Yeah. Okay. Flooding and just, okay. The funny thing was we were, we were at the beach. We were staying on the ocean uh, during the hurricanes. We had one rainy day and that was really it. And then mm -hmm. we come home and of course the freeway is closed getting out here. We had to go through the mountains. It took five hours uh, to wow. drive, you know, what normally takes less than two. We get home and our house is like, fine. <laughs> nothing because we weren't preparing for a hurricane yeah uh, because we have cushions we have string lights out back we have all kinds of stuff out there right two cushions were blown over forward and that was it that was it's it. like the hurricane wow. just skipped right over wow. our house for some reason so we were very happy yeah. about that to come home to really no cleanup at all which was great that's great yeah well you've had enough house issues in for one lifetime like, yes guys... yeah I, I think i got my fill for a while with uh, the the fire across the street although yeah. i have to tell you good news uh, so the house burned December 19th. It is uh, September 1st. Yeah. We have been waiting for permits. Oh, yeah. And insurance also. Insurance has, yeah. has, has come through, uh, yeah. but the permits have not. And so the house is sitting pretty much the way it was when it burned, hole, holes in the roof, yeah. all that. And of course, the rain that the hurricane brought, you know, flooded the house, but that was okay. Yeah. It's already destroyed. Mm -hmm. So... All this time, I found out today that the, they they're finally getting the permit to start Yay. demolition that can lead to construction, which is good. So I was happy to see that. Yeah. Only, took, only took ten months. 
<laughs> Almost um, 10 months uh, to, to get to that point. Well, people said when the house burned, people said it was going to be two years, just prepare. Uh, and the, that's what all the, everybody that had ever experienced a fire said, oh yeah, it'll be two years. And the insurance company, they were going to rent us a place for no longer than six months. Like it was only going to take six months to get us back in our home. Wow. <laughs> that's condemned. You know, the house is condemned. Yeah. You can't live in it right now. It's literally condemned. There's a notice on it saying you can't live here and there's no, there's no utilities there. And so we had to negotiate to get them to, to rent us a place for a year. Well, now it looks like we're probably going to be here for two years. Wow. So we'll, we'll see, we'll see. Yeah. But once things get moving, I'll be excited about it again. You know, we have plans. We're going to make everything different this go round. Just so we, we sort of, we did it one way, but when we remodeled the house, we were very limited because of COVID with what we could pick. Mm. Now we're not so limited. So now yeah. we're going to really do things with the way that we wanted to do it in the first place. So I'm excited about that. Oh, perfect. But we're not talking about fires or home design today. This, this no. episode is about pain. It is. And it's yeah. interesting that, that we're, we're both talking about, we're both in pain as we yeah. speak from, from yeah. different things. Yeah. Um, we don't teach perfection in this practice at all, but we do teach how to navigate life uh, in a different way that, that can be helpful to you if you choose to do so. Mm-hmm. And I had a comment on one of my TikToks this morning uh, and it was about appreciation of all things. And I get these every once in a while, people will see it. They'll be triggered by what I'm saying and they'll type in the comments. And usually it's user one, six, seven, seven, eight, nine, 10, you know, 42 with no yeah. face and no followers and no posts. You know, usually it's kind of a trolling type comment. And I usually just don't even respond to those. I just let them say what they want to say. But, but this person this morning said, oh, I'm supposed to appreciate being in constant agony, question mark. And I have not responded, but I might, why not? Mm-hmm. And the, the answer to that is there's no mandate to experience anything in any way from yeah. source. Yeah. What we experience is what we're creating for ourselves in the experience. And we expand consciousness no matter how we experience things. But we're all in this practice because we want to be more joyful and abundant beings or why bother doing it. And I will say appreciation is the first pillar of Taya and it is appreciation of all things. And when I channel source, which is what the stream is, and and we all channel, first of all, we're all extensions of source. And I have spent my life going deep into that vibration so that I can share what they're offering. And when I go into that, all I feel is appreciation of all that is. So that's why we put the pillar of appreciation first, because we live in a world that teaches us that there's this whole long list of things you're not supposed to appreciate, including chronic pain. Yeah. So tell us, share with us, Miraculous Matt, your miraculous, uh, you're you're a Taya geek, you're a several year Taya master, and applying the practice in your life, how are you applying it in regard to your pain? Well, to be honest, yeah, yeah, yeah. To, to, to be honest, I'm struggling because it's uncomfortable, right? Like physical pain doesn't feel nice, and I'm, I've, 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 and it's so it's all self inflicted, and, and I'm lucky it'll it'll pass. I um, I've been traveling a lot for work, and I and I haven't been to the gym, and, and normally I go regularly, and I had two very big sessions back to back, and didn't warm up and stretch properly, and so I've got a huge amount of of um, lactic acid pain, and I think I've kind of torn um. 
torn some, some of the muscle in, in, in my shoulder and I'm getting treatment oh, yeah. for it. So it's, it's really hard to sit and it's really hard to move. And it's every time Probably hard to up, breathe, right? That, that I know yeah. when you pull a muscle in that region, even taking a breath can be painful. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, and I can't train and that's frustrating. And so it's just kind of, so it's, it, it, and you just need to, I'm not very patient. And so it, it's kind By the of way, train is Australian for working out. Oh yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I think they all know that. I think they get it, yeah. but what's what the you other call one training. One? We call it working out or going to the gym. Yeah. Right? And then what's the other, you guys have pullover and I say jumper, jumper. Because yeah. A sweater is, jumper. is a jumper, right? A sweater right, is a yeah. jumper. We call yeah. it a sweater or a sweatshirt. Yeah. I haven't been able to work out. Um, and, uh, uh, and, 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 and which is frustrating for me because for me, it's kind of stress relief, right? I go to the gym and, and sweat it out and, and, and that kind sure. of keeps me. It, it always feels good. Sometimes oh. you really have to push yourself to walk through the door, but once you're there and you're doing it, it always feels good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm definitely addicted to the endorphins. Um, so, and, and then being in the pain is, is, is frustrating, right? Because it does, it doesn't feel good. You know, it's, it hurts. Well, it, it can lower um, your vibration being in yeah. constant pain and, and, I, I know constant pain because I have had, I was diagnosed, I've had back problems my entire adult life. And I mm. know where they originated. They originated because when I was a teenager, I worked uh, as a, like an all around handyman for an apartment complex and we furnished apartments and mm. I would lift these big, heavy particle board dressers up over stairwells. I was just, you know, all ego, no training. Nobody trained me how to do anything lifting yep. with my back instead of my legs, you know, doing everything the wrong way. I yep. really wrecked my back as a teenager. So in my twenties, thirties, major back pain, finally got diagnosed, um, in my forties, early 40, right at 40, I think with spondylolisthesis. And, um, mm -hmm. if I'm saying that correctly, I think it's thesis, but, uh, so, so that's where your spine is slipping forward and it continues to slip until you fuse it back into place. So in 2002, mm -hmm. I was supposed to have surgery and I did not. I decided to handle it holistically and that worked for a number of years. Mm -hmm. And then I got into really good shape. We were mm -hmm. talking about that earlier, 50, yeah. 51. All yeah. through my forties, I worked out early fifties, 50, 51. I had achieved the best physical condition of my life. Yeah. yeah. And the pain was really gone. Those of you that have been listening to the podcast all these years have been on this journey with me and you probably heard me brag, oh, I manifested healing and my pain was gone. And it was yeah, until yeah. Uh, I quit working out, you know, COVID hit, uh, my whole vibe around working out changed because all the gyms closed down. Uh, yeah. I started cooking and baking and Michael and I both put on a lot of weight and then the back pain came roaring back mm -hmm. because I'm an old fart <laughs> and it, it will. <laughs> And uh, when you were, we're talking about our pain, I, said, I, I should have said this. This is the two old farts podcast talking pretty about much, it. pretty so, much. So yeah, as you get older, your body doesn't bounce back the way that it did when you were younger. And that's just the way it is. Yeah. Now, there's a, there's huge, huge merit to keeping yourself in physical shape as you age. Absolutely. And I'm yeah. an example of that. Someone who let my health spin out, or at least my health is OK, but my physical um conditioning definitely spun out and now i'm paying the price for that because the lower back pain is is back and it's worse than ever and my yeah. spine is worse than ever i had a, a ct scan and it shows my l5 you know they're supposed to stack up one on top of the other and be aligned it's 50 percent dislodged now it looks like that 
And, you know, even the doctor looked at it and it was like, holy shit, how are you walking? (laughs) So uh, it's it's very miraculous. And it's con and it is constant pain. And of course there's all kinds of nerve pain and stuff that goes with mm-hmm. that. But I, I have managed that and I've managed it with the tire practice appreciation, not demonization, not sitting around saying, why me? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my ego kicks in and I overdo it. And, um, what happened for me recently is Michael and I, um, I was talking about the hurricane. Well, we rented this house on the ocean and the house was four stories yeah. and it was all stairs. Uh-huh. And I had a pretty good week with my back. And so I'm yeah. like, oh, I'm going to run it. You know, I'm going to go up and down these stairs, up to the bedroom, down to the game room, down another level to go to the ocean. And I was up and down those stairs all week. And then a few days later, we came back and not only had my back pain kicked up, yeah. now I have a torn meniscus in my right knee from going up and down uh-huh. the stairs. So I've got <laughs> knee pain. I've got lower back pain. As we speak, I've got a cane. Here it is. For those of you watching, I've got a cane sitting next to me. I'm, I'm hobbling around the house with a cane, and I I am experiencing physical pain in real time. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, and and I mean, and I'm sure some people listening. I'm sure everyone listening here has had moments in their lives where they were in acute pain or 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 constant low level pain or constant pain, right? And it's and it's annoying. It's annoying and it's hard and and there's this kind of complete varying degrees of it. I find for me, even if I am in a lot of pain, there's there's usually some kind of movement or position I can get into. And, and for me, it always helps to do lots of deep breathing to kind of temporarily relieve that pain. And I have those moments, I don't know if it's when I kind of, when I first wake up in the morning, there's no pain. I'm just kind of lying there and I can get like five or 10 minutes of like, ah, oh, nothing hurts. Before you move. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's good. Yeah, and it's just like ah, oh, because I, I the pain wakes me up, especially the knee. You yeah, know, I try yeah. to roll over the back or the knee. I get that little you know stabbing, sudden yeah. pain, and it wakes me up. And so when I wake up in the morning, I become aware, and I love sleep because it's the time that I'm not in pain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so what I mean, you know, obviously there's medication and stuff, and 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 you know, see a proper see a proper physician for for proper pain management. We're not telling you what to do. But from a from a, it's more from a um, from a mental point of view, you know. How can yeah? We- it's not about you know. I, I know there are a lot of, of spiritual podcasts about miraculously healing yourself mentally. I I believe anything is possible, but oh, yeah, many things are not probable. I've yeah, I've witnessed stuff like that. So I mean, yeah, that, I've that. I've healed myself from many things. I had a torn meniscus in my left knee years ago. Mm-hmm. And I never had surgery and I meditated and appreciated and it healed itself and it's been fine for years. Yeah. Yeah. And that is my plan with my right knee is to allow it to heal itself and and to, you know, and that, and it is possible. It's medically possible for that to sort of rejoin if you don't rip it completely for it. You know, I'm a, I'm a internet doctor. So (laughs) I I know how to use Google to diagnose myself sometimes properly, but I do seek medical care. And again, I set an intention for the best possible outcome with my doctor, best possible income with a course of treatment. If something is, is um, not working or I, I, I read the signs the universe is sending me about, you know, no appointments are available or they're booked mm. out forever. I read mm. that as, okay, you know, if this is meant to be, then it's going to open up for me and it's going to happen. And if it's yeah. not, then I'm seeing that I'm instead of saying, well, gosh, I'm never going to fix this because I can't get what I think I need. 
no, I do get what I need. I know I get what I need. It may yeah. not always be on my timeline, but I know I get what I need. Yeah, yeah. And 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 that's the real this is the other really important thing is and and you know traditional doctors more and more are saying this, your mindset is so important in how quickly your body heals. Yeah. You know, yeah, that's that's a scientific uh you 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 want to talk about conscious creation. There's yeah. not a lot of scientists that are going out trying to prove conscious creation. But in the medical community, it's huge. Uh, my, yeah. my partner, Michael, is, spent yeah. many years as a medical psychologist, and uh, his entire job was, you know, treat, diagnosing or, or working with these patients and determining who was a good candidate and who wasn't. And mindset was a huge part of it. Yeah, massive, massive. And the, and the placebo effect is, is real. You know, if you, if you believe you will be healed chances are you you will be and 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 more often than not you 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 heal faster and 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 um more completely if that's yeah. a, if, well and the, and the reason that we go into appreciation is yeah. when you're demonizing the pain you are disallowing any chance of naturally healing yourself in my opinion because you're focusing on what you don't want you're going to manifest more of what you don't want Whereas if you find a way, this is what we're doing now. That's my favorite new thing. When the house was on fire, I didn't go down the why me rabbit hole. I said, okay, this is what we're doing now. I do the same thing with my back pain. Okay. I let myself get out of shape during COVID instead of, you know, figuring out gym at home. Like a lot of people I know did, I, you know, got out the mixer and started baking. <laughs> I got really good at baking cakes and pies and, you know, mm. cocktail hour every day and all that good stuff. And, you know, you pack on weight when you do that. So that's, that was my choice. That's what I experienced. I don't regret it. I enjoyed doing it. My yeah. body's in a lot of shape. I put weight back on the back yeah. pain came back. Now I'm in a situation where I have a gym in my house now yeah. and I have fancy equipment and weights and all that kind of stuff. But now I'm in a situation when I do that stuff, it aggravates the back. And I mm. just don't want to do it. I don't want to aggravate the back and pay the price for mm. that movement because my spine is so messed up. Can mm. I mentally heal and pull that spine back into place? Anything is possible. I don't think that's probable. I would much rather meet a surgeon that I like the vibe, which I have. I like his vibe. I like his solution. I'm, you know, allowing the steps that need to happen for me to have that, um, Surgery. It'll be the first time I've had surgery in my life other yeah. than dental stuff. I've never had surgery. I've never spent a night in the hospital in my entire life. Yeah. So I made it to 55 with no surgery, but now, you know, with the back thing, I'm completely at peace with that being the solution. I'm going to give it power to be something that gets me back where I want to be. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, which is great. And I think it's something you said there, um, when you focus on the pain and when you, when you kind of resent the pain and when you're angry about the pain, you're in a way you're kind of manifesting more of that pain and more of that attention, right? Cause you're sure. focusing. You're creating suffering in the experience that you don't have yeah. to create for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And whereas if you, if you, if you appreciate it or try and manage it in a, in a way that's like, okay, you know, there's something wrong here. I'm, I'm getting it treated. You know, my, my body's telling me it's out of alignment or the system is working to repair itself. You know, for me, it's like, Okay, it was stupid what I did in the gym over those three days, and I'm, and I'm, and I'm you know, I'm not, I'm not 20 anymore, but the, my body will heal, and and my muscles will come back stronger, and I've learned to kind of just, you know, train to my age group, not my, not my, you know, not your ego, like, yeah, not my <laughs> ego, pretty much, um, uh, uh, and and um, so it, it's it's kind of a it's a good training in a way for 
us to 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 learn a bit more about the you know the process of manifestation, which is you set your mind on something that 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 um, that you want that that isn't in your reality at the moment, and and um, you need to focus on that eventuate eventuality happening sooner rather than than later. And if you if you're always focusing on the negative stuff, oh, I'm always in pain. This hurts. Blah blah blah. It's going to be longer for your body to heal. Um, you know, and, and obviously, people who have who have long term chronic conditions, you know, it's it's a, it's a different kettle of fish. There, it's a much harder, it's a much harder situation to 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 manage. But there is even even for those people, there is a there is a possibility of of finding some gracefulness in in that condition and finding some acceptance and appreciation for something in that condition, even though it's it's. Yeah. Well, we're so programmed to demonize, oh, why me? Uh, And thinking about what you're not able to do because of the pain. Oh, I would be out climbing mountains right now because if I weren't in this pain and, you know, we're so programmed to think about what we're not getting or not experiencing. Yeah. And the the true Taya tool here is you're just going to have more of that suffering experience if you do that. Instead, isn't it nice that I'm alive. Isn't it nice that I'm in a physical vehicle experiencing the earth? Isn't it nice that I can sit and breathe and quiet my mind and I can breathe into the pain through your nose and, and that, that breath is energy and you can move that energy with that inward breath anywhere in your body that you focus and you can focus right into that pain and you can relieve yourself. And, and maybe in the beginning, it's just momentary, but you can, you know, that, that little, little bit of relief is something that you can create for yourself without any external medication or anything like that. You can do that for yourself. Now you can, like Matt said, we're not doctors. We're not, you know, pushing you toward or away from medication or physical, um, you know, any type of medical treatment. We're not trying to do that at all. We are simply saying the mindset piece of it is so very important for your well-being in general. And in the Taya practice, it's all about going inward, appreciating what is, understanding that it's part of the physical experience, it's part of being in a physical vehicle. Uh, You know, when you own a car, you've got to take care of the car and the car is going to age and the car is going to require more maintenance as it ages and it's going to need some positive attention. And you, you know, we we can't trade our body in. Well, maybe you can if you're really into reincarnation, but we're not talking about that. So, it's, it's about breathing into allowing a little bit of relief and allowing some appreciation for exactly what you're experiencing and really coming to understand that all of the things that we demonize, we only demonize because we're taught to demonize them. Mm-hmm. And so you can learn a different way, which is I'm walking with a cane this week. My knee mm-hmm. hurts, my back hurts. I can walk around and be miserable about it, or I can walk around and find things to appreciate all day long and, yeah. and find things to bring me some relief, put some ice on. I'm not a, a taker of pain pills because I personally don't like the buzzy feeling. If it's an effective pain pill at all, you get a buzzy feeling from it. I don't like the buzzy. I was on Oxycontin for a year and yeah. I got myself off of it, but I had to work to get myself off of it. And that buzzy feeling that you get on those things, I, I personally don't like that. Mm-hmm. I don't understand anyone that takes it recreationally. That just wasn't my experience. Mm-hmm. It's not my cup of tea. So I don't mm-hmm. take that heavy stuff at all. And mm-hmm. so it's all for me, the management of the pain, other than I have had some injections for my back. 
Yeah. Uh, but the pain management about as far as taking pills and things like that has never done it for me. So it's all about the mental experience of, okay, I am experiencing having this back issue and I'm experiencing having this knee pain. I can make this an interesting, expansive journey for myself and mm. just how, how can I experience this with more joy and appreciation? I can. It's as simple as allowing that to be my experience as opposed to sitting and, and crying to myself about what I'm not able to do and, oh, this hurts and it's so uncomfortable and I can't sleep. And, you know, you can focus on the positive or negative in anything and that's mm. going to be the experience you have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and it's hard, right? Like it's difficult. It's, it's not easy to focus on on... It's not easy to not focus on the pain when the pain is constant. Well, the one thing about it being prolonged for me, because I had it for years and then I managed it, you know, with, with health and exercise and and core strengthening and all that. And then I didn't. And that's, that's, I call that a spin out. The Mm -hmm. value for my spin out in the prolonged period is it's given me, because it's been a couple of years now, this has been going on. So it's given me time to utilize these tools to have a different experience with the pain. So I, I could live indefinitely with the pain and it's just part of, of the experience. Now, if I can manifest the surgery and it solves the pain, of course, I'm going to do that. Of course I am, but maybe mm-hmm. I can't, not all back surgery is, is successful. Maybe I get the back surgery and I'm still sitting here a year from now doing the podcast with you two older farts <laughs> and how, you know what? I did the surgery and I had the experience and the pain's still there. You know, maybe that's going to be, and here's what I'm doing. Here's mm-hmm. what I'm doing with that. Here's, here's how I'm expanding my consciousness as a physically manifested being in this experience w- as someone who is going to have pain maybe for the rest of my life. Yeah. And that's, and that's, and that's what we're here for. We, we, and that's, this is the, the magic of, of, of the entire message, right? This is the magic of the message that you, you were given is we're here for the experience. You can't get it wrong. You're, yeah. And you, it's not, it's not about manifesting perfection. Yeah. Improvement. Yes. We're expansive beings. We want to improve. I get it. But for all the gurus out there that are telling you that you can always solve your pain, you know, for every testimonial they have for someone who solved their pain, there's 10 more that didn't. Yeah. It's it's just the journey and it's the belief system and what you're actually able to bring yourself to believe. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and miracles do do definitely happen. And I, and I I know I've, I've witnessed miraculous healings, um, a, a numerous number of times. So we're, we're not saying that, that, that they don't happen. We're just saying that. I think they're more apt to happen if you aren't looking for them also. Yeah. Yeah. Because again, come back to that manifesting thing. If you're looking for them, what are you doing? You're looking, you're not having yeah. them. You're telling the universe it's not here and the universe is agreeing. Yes, you're right. It's yeah. not there. Yeah. You're wanting it so much that you're chasing it away. So if you're depending yeah. on a miracle, if you're going yeah. to, you know, a retreat somewhere and you're paying a ton of money and you're saying, I'm putting all my money into this and I better get my miracle, you're probably wasting your money. Whereas yeah. if you go and say, Hey, I'm going to have this experience. A lot of people get healed this way. I'm just going to go and flow through the experience and see what it offers for me. Yeah. yeah. Much better attitude going into anything, anything, you know, no matter what you're investing time and money into, but certainly a healing journey. Certainly. Exactly. Exactly. My, my, my sister had a, um, had, had a, had a miracle happen to her this week and she's like, I was, you know, uh, you know, I was, I was hoping for this and I was wanting this to happen and I was putting all my energy into it, but I'm still so surprised that it happened. And I'm like, if it's a miracle, it's a surprise. 
That's by definition. Now, did, did she then try to talk herself out of the miracle aspect of it? Well, you know, it's probably just. I, oh, no, I no, no, no. She's fully, she's fully down on it. She's oh, fully good. down. I like, on it. I like that. She I like had that. a miracle. Yeah, we're big on you know we're 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 quite woo woo in our family, and um, uh, and uh, I've I've seen miraculous things happen with other people certainly, but with Michael and Michael is a psychologist, so he's more scientific. Yeah. He's not like yeah. me. He's not nearly as woo woo as I am. A little woo-woo, a woo-woo enough to appreciate me and, and my yeah. thought process and take it seriously, but he just isn't. And so I've yeah. seen this man manifest incredible things, incredible, yeah. incredible yeah. things. And he's always got to try to rat. Well, you know, this is why. And it's not that yeah. it's, you know, I'm like, okay, well, you have your belief system. I have mine. I'm impressed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm impressed yeah. with, with what you've done. Yeah. I've seen it yeah. financial. I've seen it emotional. Yeah. I've seen it health wise with him. It's incredible. Yeah. Yeah, and, and the outcome and the outcome is the same. You you get what you want, what you wish for. You yeah. know, get what you focus on for sure, and what you yeah. believe. And your yeah. your belief system is the foundation for all of that. Yeah, so and so if you have a foundation belief system that doesn't allow for miracles, then you're probably not going to manifest them. Yeah, exactly. And whereas if you if you do, then they'll constantly surprise you. Like yeah, you know. Yeah, I think he's just loose enough about it. To he allows it to happen, but then he's got to try to back off of it a little bit. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and you know, to, to bring this back to the, the the kind of pain thing, if 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 you if you believe that you can find some solace in it, and if you believe that your body will heal from it eventually, and if you believe that it's heading in the right direction, then that just makes the experience more more bearable, you know. And even if it is, you know, even if it is you're in late stage of a terminal disease, then that's that's kind of what's happening for you, you know. And 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 appreciate that experience too. And, and yeah, and that's how you're, that's that you brought that up because I had a um, you, Michael and I had a conversation today because I'm not close to my siblings. He has no siblings. His parents are both gone. We are going to be, you know, we're going to be just us as we age. Mm-hmm. Mm. And I have said to him, I, I kind of hope that you die first. <laughs> mm. Mm. I actually say that to him because I think I would be, I could be so at peace with being all alone at the end. Yeah. yeah. I, I yeah. visualize myself being, I don't know, you know, hospital hospice around complete strangers and laughing and joking and having a good time and not judging, you know, oh, how awful you're going to die alone. I saw that the other day. There was something about people that choose not to have children. And there were, you know, people saying, well, I, you know, I had children because I don't want to die alone. Well, mm-hmm. there's no guarantee that having children is going to create that scenario for you, first of all. And secondly, is that really a good reason to have children? Yeah. And I, I've never wanted to have children. Mm-hmm. And it's quite possible that I could be alone at the end. And I am so at yeah. peace with that. If yeah. no one's around, yeah. you know, if the dog is around, if the, mm-hmm. you know, if I'm completely alone in a, in a home somewhere, and that's my experience. I don't mind being alone now. That's yeah. a big difference. Pre Kundalini awakening and post Kundalini awakening for me, other than the electrification that takes place in my body, for yeah. me, the I love being alone. I love being in my own company. I don't need to have the radio on. I don't need to have mm-hmm. music playing. I don't need to have the television going. Before that, if I came home, boom, the television went on or music went yeah. on immediately. Yeah. I needed yeah. noise. I need distraction. I couldn't be alone in my own head. And yeah. now I love it. I sit there and I hear that clock ticking and I'm just silent. So I'm like, this is the most luxurious part of my day. Yeah. yeah. It's it's funny. It's funny how when you, when you do more, you know, more of any spiritual practice, 
more of any practice really in meditative practice you start to really treasure not having any distractions um yeah. and just coming back to that to that um you know that that whole dying thing my my parents you know my dad dropped dead and my mom's dying a very long drawn out she has parkinson's very long drawn out um she's right at the end now and man i can tell you it's much much better to drop dead it is yeah. that is the way you want to die like well, Parkinson's, my, my mother died of Parkinson's also. I was not in her life at that point, but my brother was, and I know it was a very long and it's, um, it's really not, a, not a pleasant, you know, way to, yeah. to exit. It's an awful way to go. And I'm, well, I'm my very, mother, I see in her that she, she sort of crossed over her dying experience was very much like her life experience. She was never happy, yeah. never happy, always miserable about everything. And that sort of carried over into that. Yeah. yeah. And I have to say, I mean, and, and, um, yeah, my, it's a different experience for my mom because she was she kind of got me into all of this spirituality and, and stuff, and um, so it's a kind of different experience. And she's quite she's quite peaceful, and they're kind of managing it and stuff. But I I certainly would not be dealing with it the way I am had I not, you know, done the work for for the practice and not understood really understood like. Well, look I, at you're I, you're having a, an extraordinary experience. Yeah, yeah. If you make the judgment out of it, it shouldn't. If you take the should not be out, that's the main. That's the key to Taya. If there's one thing we do in Taya, more than anything else, is we take that should not be label that humanity places on everything, and we just take that out completely. So you are. Yeah, yeah, and I'm and I'm so grateful for it, and I'm so grateful for the the freedom that I have in my in my life to be able to come up here and 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 for it to be in a beautiful location, and for the the kids and my wife to be, and even my ex wife to be, you know, supportive so that I can do that. And and I only have that appreciation because of the practice, you know. And there are times I go and see them, and I and I sit in the car park and I sob, you know. And I'm and even that is. I'm even grateful for that, for that yeah. pain, for that sorrow. Yeah, that's an know? experience. It's an experience. It is, it, yeah. 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 And it's just, it's just completely shifted the way I'm, I'm experiencing my mother's death, you know, profound sadness is there's nothing else like it. No, it's the only time I've ever experienced profound sadness in my life <clears throat> was, uh, I've told the story many times, um, Somebody went through boot camp whose whose son was murdered. Mm. Well, before she went through boot camp, before I even had boot camp, I knew her. Her mother worked for me, and I did not know her grandson. Mm. And I went to the funeral, and it was a big, it was a big high profile murder. It was a ser- serial killer that mm. shot him and, and another guy um, because they were gay, essentially. Mm. And so I went to the funeral. It was in Seattle where I was living. I went to the funeral. Twenty three year old kid highly educated, very talented, just had his whole world ahead of him. And the guy, you know, met him in a bar and they'll, let's go somewhere else. And they're, they're walking. And then, then he gets them away from the bar and shoots both of them just point blank and just kills both of them. And then he went on to do it in another state. It's a, it's a well-known story. Mm-hmm. And I remember going to the funeral and huge for the a big Baptist church uh, in Seattle and it was packed and news media was outside mayor was there police chief was there and so you went down and paid your respects by walking by the casket open casket Mm -hmm. and when i stopped in front of him i felt just the most profound sadness it was just i was so in the moment of the sadness of of that moment in that situation i completely started just bawling Mm -hmm. 
mm. out of control, you know, 40 something year old man at the time. I was the, the, you know, pretty high up executive in the business in front of all these people that reported up to me <laughs> and I'm sobbing, oh, just out of control sobbing. And, and I'll mm. never forget you had to go down all of the, you know, the, the ministers and things that were there. And there was this, um, she was a, a black lady who was a minister and she was dressed like a man. It was kind of interesting. And she held my hand. She squeezed my hand. You got to be strong, brother. You got to be strong. And I'm just losing it. You know, didn't even know the kid. And she's probably wondering, how does this guy even know him? You know? So I go out front and there's news, you know, talking to the mayor and the, in the, in the uh, police chief. And here I am just like tears streaming down my face right in front of all this. But I just remember the profound sadness. And that was yeah. a time that was a big pivotal turning point for me when I felt that, that there was something that clicked in me that that was the beginning of the end of my corporate life and me starting to channel publicly. Yeah. Like that, that's that profound sadness changed me in that moment. And he, I wasn't even close to this person. Mm-hmm. But it does, it's a heightened, it's a heightened emotional state. You know, it's as, it's as powerful as being deeply in love. Yeah. We just, we, we, on, on the scale of emotions, it, it's as powerful. We just judge one as being positive and the other as being negative. You know, and my I'm mother's sure crossing this- over didn't upset me. You know, we weren't in communication the last 20 years where I didn't get upset by that. I was very at peace with all of it at that point. Yeah. You, know, uh, if- you know, my divorces didn't upset me that much. Nothing has upset me that way mm-hmm. except mm-hmm. that. And so, yeah. you know, you're probably yeah. experiencing a version of that with your mother, I would imagine. Yeah, I am. And, I, and I'm kind of and, and, and so I'm very close to my mother, very close. And uh, and uh, it's uh, it, it's hard, but I but I'm really grateful for it. You know, yeah. well, and you're getting an ongoing version, not a moment like I got. So yeah, I can yeah. imagine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So on a different and, note, I have to tell you that my um, I, I shared this on the other podcast. So if you're listening to both podcasts, you get to hear the story twice. Lucky you. My father is 83 years old, mm-hmm. and he's not well. He's in and out of the hospital all the time. And there's been a couple of times we thought this was the end. Yeah. And when he was 75, his he had a Sheltie that died, and I mm-hmm. decided to gift him a, a, a Sheltie puppy for his 75th birthday. And so I uh, gifted him this puppy. No, 70th, excuse me, 70th birthday. Mm-hmm. So I gifted him this puppy and he was so concerned at the time, you know, you're giving, I'm too old to have a dog and what happened? I said, I'll take the dog. If anything happens, you know, it, just take the dog. Well, the dog lived its life and it just passed away at 13. Wow. So now my wow. father's 83 and didn't talk to me or anybody just out of the blue says, I'm going to go get a puppy. <laughs> They went and got a Sheltie puppy. He and my stepmother, who's, I believe, 81, went and got a Sheltie puppy. And I'm talking to my siblings and we're all kind of like, you know, WTF, you know, what is this about, you know, this age getting a puppy? But they they live on their own. They have a house. They have a yard. They decide they want a puppy. So my father goes and gets the puppy. So excited. He's like a little kid about this puppy. So very, oh my gosh, you know, his name's Max and he's just so great. I, can't, I'm so, I haven't seen my dad like this in years. The next morning, wakes up with covid they have to call EMS and rush him. He's still in the hospital right now. He's okay. And he's going to come home. I think today um, mm. he's been in the hospital for three days now because, you know, he yeah. gets a puppy and the next day he's in the hospital <laughs> <laughs> and you got to love it. You got to love it because yeah. the dog will be okay. He'll be okay. Whatever happens, it's all going to work out. I'm not worried about any of it, but I just think it's so funny that at 70, he was so worried. And now here we are 13 years later, he's 83 doesn't care. I'm getting a dog. It's just the way it is. He's yeah, going to have yeah, an experience no matter what. Yeah. Yeah. And that's it. And, and again, and, and, you know, to kind of ra- round this off, cause we've been, we've been uh, like two old men, we've been gas bagging. Um, 
the 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 pain is is just an experience right and that's just just yeah so whether it's physical pain or it's a deep emotional profound sadness Mm -hmm. type pain or Mm -hmm. the pain of going through a breakup or divorce or losing your job or Mm -hmm. you know any of those things it it Mm -hmm. really is just an experience and if we Mm -hmm. if we you stop in the moment and you realize i am in a deep suffering state because i think this shouldn't be happening Mm-hmm. take the should not be out of it and realize mm-hmm. that yes, there's a matrix that says we should be climbing mountains and riding bikes and going to Europe and, you know, mm-hmm. eating the best food and living in the most beautiful home and wearing the, you know, all that crap that society teaches us we're supposed to be doing. That's all learned. It's all a mindset. It's, a, it's what I call the matrix. And mm-hmm. we expand our consciousness in the having of all human experiences, not just the ones the matrix tells us we're supposed to have. So if you mm-hmm. take the should not be out, it's a whole different ball game. Yeah. You can sit and be in physical pain and say, holy shit, I'm able to sit and be okay with this. Mm-hmm. I'm able to even appreciate it that I'm, that this is just what I'm experiencing. This, this is what we're doing now. As, as uncomfortable as it is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but it, it's, it's different. It's just, it's yeah. such a different way to experience life because inevitably I don't care who you are, what guru you listen to, what, you know, what you're taking, you know, I don't care. You're going to experience pain, physical and emotional pain. You're going to the physical vehicle is designed to wear itself out and return you to the energetic realm. The wearing itself out, obviously we're pro we are made to do that. If something doesn't eat us and now we've taken ourselves out of the food chain and here we are, you know, now the body ages and it ages us out of the environment. Mm -hmm. It's meant to break down, fall apart and age you out. Mm -hmm. And as much as we might want to reverse that, you're just not going to, you're going to get aches and aches and pains. Your mind is going to fail you at times. You, you're going to have emotional pain. You're, you're going to experience sadness. Why not have the whole buffet of all the human experiences while you're here? Yeah. while well, you can. Yeah. yeah. I, I was just thinking before, you know, if, if you believe that, that all things are possible and that there are infinite number of realities, there is a reality where it's the reverse of here and people hate being in love and love being in pain. You know, and, and pain is treasured and, and things like that. And there, you know. the, the stream has shown me, you know, I, I have asked to see other environments because I naturally have that curiosity, right? <clears throat> and and it was more like energetically, we're going to show you what, it, instead of showing you what it looks like because your human mind won't be able to comprehend it because it's such a different vibration. We are going to show you energetically how other environments can operate where life and death and pain and suffering and all that is just viewed so vastly different than what humanity has created. You know, if you ever seen the videos of like the ducks crossing the road and the ducks are crossing and one of the baby ducks falls into the gutter and the mom duck is like, Oh, well I got six more. It's fine. Let's go. Well, you know that there, there is a reality to that. There is a reality. I made a joke last night. I was on live with, um, with Debbie and claim your power. And she was talking about these. uh, She has these two cats she had a, some cat came to her farm and had a litter of kittens and she didn't want cats. So she gave them all away and somebody brought two back. And now she's trying to make peace with the concept of having two cats. I said, well, you live yeah. on a damn farm. Just leave them outside. They're mm-hmm. feral animals. You know, they're fine. Mm-hmm. And she says, well, she doesn't want the hawks to eat them. And I said, well, why not? Hawks need to eat too. Yeah. <laughs> and the people were like gasping, like, who is this guy channeling source? Thinking, But, you know, guess what? Source created the food chain. So yeah. source is at peace yeah. with the cats possibly being yeah. a meal for something. 
and yeah. something's going to be a meal for the cat. And you know, that's yeah. that's the design of our world. And, and the Hulk is gonna be a meal life. for something. Yeah, yeah. And and you know, I remember Stream saying the best thing we can do when we die is go and lie down in a forest so our body decomposes and we yeah. become return trees. your your body to the earth environment is a very clear message from them. In fact, a lot of a lot of the ailments and illnesses and things that we've manifested is because we've taken ourselves out of that natural state of returning our ourselves to the earth environment and of course a natural state in terms of what we consume you know mm. synthetic foods and, and things like that are, are not our bodies aren't up to speed with that the way they, mm. they are to natural things we know that so the whole suffering thing you know physical pain emotional pain it doesn't matter if you take the should not be out of it you're going to have a better experience and you're you're going to get you're going to have the fantastic very rare experience of, of moving through life and appreciation of all that is, which is what source is. And it's all in us. It's in all of us. And it's what we're really designed to do. And we, we, we prove that in this community every day. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Matt, thanks so much. It's always great having you on because you geek out on this stuff. So it's two old farts who geek out on Taya podcast. (laughs) Thank you all so much for listening. Be sure to get your copy of the Taya practice book. Uh, it is launching on 11-11-23. You can pre-order now on Amazon. Yeah. And if you are interested in Taya Bootcamp, I, I tried to let Taya Bootcamp die. It did not. <laughs> in 2022, I kind of wound it down thinking, okay, maybe we'll do something different. Maybe we'll just do you know shows and seminars and stuff. And it, it didn't. People kept coming and staying in. It never. We never went a minute since 2018 without enrollees in Taya Bootcamp and people wow. are getting in again. So if you're interested in Taya Bootcamp, there's a link in the show notes where you can book a meeting and talk to me about it. If you have fear around it, how much does it cost? What's it going to mean? What's it going to do? That's why we do the call. We don't charge anything for the call. We do the meeting. If anyone is interested in Taya Bootcamp, I want to meet with you and talk about it. I want to talk about Taya period. It will. So it will yeah. do, do the course. It will change your life. hundred percent. We have plenty of evidence of that. I'm in deep appreciation of all of you that took the plunge and did it, especially those of you that did it early on. (laughs) Now we got all these testimonials and all this trust pilot and all this great stuff. But early on, we didn't have that. People just had faith. And I'm like, these people have faith in me. I better teach them this shit. And I did. Here we go. Thank you all for listening. This episode doesn't have to end here. You can join us over on Patreon for the roundtable discussion of everything the stream shared today and how to apply it in your life. Join us at patreon.com forward slash the stream of David. I hope to see you over there.